Hey friends, welcome to our season one finale. Slow woo. Slow woo. No claps. We don't have it's not lot it's not a live studio audience recording, if you couldn't tell. The cats are applauding. Cats are applauding. Little pots. It is seventy degrees out. We've made it through winter, and we are now recording our season finale. Uh, Wild. Yeah. As always, it is Lauren, Jackie, Sophia, and this week we flew in a special guest. <laughs> <laughs> he flew in for this, <laughs> not for this. <laughs> there was flying involved. A flight was taken. This is Ted. Our old time friend, Ted. Ted has been friends with us um, since we were babies, I believe. Ted's meaning Sophia and Lauren. Yes, me and Lauren. I believe I was Ted's first female sexual fantasy. Fact. First and only. <laughs> <laughs> and I wear this as a badge of pride. That's, that's really and that's what we met in fifth out. grade. And it's been literally sexual fantasies ever since. <laughs> um, Ted, do you want to go into some details about that sexual fantasy? Yeah. So in the fifth grade, I uh, began to experience a sexual awakening in my loins. <laughs> and that manifested in a... <laughs> couple of of sex streams and one day i had a sex stream of uh a person who i knew to be sophia but uh that person had a paper bag over <laughs> their oh head God, I no, you said in a paper bag. or maybe it was in a paper bag <laughs> were you just lying and said that i had a paper bag on my head and really <laughs> you so you lied to me this entire time <laughs> in a paper bag outside of a paper bag who knows the point was i knew that sophia and i were sexually involved oh wow and i broadcasted to all Wait, of... did you have sex with the person i think so yeah i remember being this is some top. dark stuff. This yeah. is some dark stuff. Ted, Ted is now a homosexual. Oh, so. God. <laughs> graduated. You've graduated classes. I mean, still That's holding. How it starts. The yeah. paper bag. And then, you know, well, I remember it because it was like, a ver- I was like, sex? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> then I learned. But, you know, I just was really confused. I was just always ahead of the curve on that. I think you were. Your bot mitzvah included. Yeah. My bot mitzvah was wild. <laughs> my mom was like, please. I always knew Ted was gay. He ordered frisbees and tank tops for your bot mitzvah and helped me like plan the whole thing <laughs> which was kind of amazing frisbees and tank tops yeah that was all ted it was like i was, I was, I was got some very fetching gifts <laughs> it's kind of amazing <laughs> planned my entire bot mitzvah uh ted what is your relationship with sex in the city my relationship with sex in the city is that i watched it on hbo like the rest of us here and there during the daytime, I think. During the daytime? Yeah, wasn't that... I don't know. But that's when reruns were on. So, oh, you know, okay. Like, so you're just like a casual watcher. I would say I've seen somewhere between 40 and 50 episodes. Oh, so like half. Yeah. <laughs> Solid half. Solid half of the there, there, there aren't many shows where you can see 40 or 50 episodes and still be like pretty casual. Yeah. <laughs> Like casual watcher, I've seen about forty to fifty episodes. <laughs> Sex and City is one of those shows like Seinfeld that's just like hard not to pick up. Yeah, like Friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who would you say that you relate to the most with on the show? Ooh. If you had to pick a character, any character, or you could like combine characters. Um, and it's not Stanford. <laughs> okay. If you, if you 
if you wanted to be Stanford, I'm going to let you be Stanford. <laughs> but that seems like the obvious choice. Yeah, no, that's that's too obvious. I think I – can I be a, like, Miranda Carey hybrid? Maybe? Sure. Oh, that's Miranda interesting. Carey Miranda hybrid. Carey. Yeah, because, like, I'm – you know, I've, I'm kind of a – of a boss bitch like Miranda a little yeah, bit, but then bitch. I'm also like very like pensive and like introspective and um, you know. I totally think you're Samantha, but that's just because <laughs> I like... pounded bussy last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bussy! We have to talk about bussy. So we just found out that what this word means. Ted, do you want to explain? I think it's offensive. <laughs> I think that this is offensive because they're like bussy. using pussy. They're taking just, it from you. So gay right men are using the <laughs> word. In my mind, it has an e in it, but I don't know why. It's b u s s y, and gay like men Gary use it to say they're. <laughs> 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 yes, they're Gary Busey's. <laughs> but it's a it's boy pussy. Butt or boy? I actually learned it as boy pussy, but we can go with butt pussy. <laughs> it means both your fancy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still processing. I think I said before. Lauren is palpably uncomfortable with the term. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't I I feel I feel a strong sense of ownership over the term pussy. And yeah, so I think it's kind of rude. <laughs> it's fair. Fine. I'm mm-hmm. fine with it, but I still think it's rude. <laughs> I need I need to become more acquainted with it in context and then and I'll then I'll some clips. Also like it's not really like I, there are few ways where I would encounter bussy. <laughs> in, in my What lifestyle. are those ways? <laughs> I'm curious as the few ways no you would ways. encounter. No ways. <laughs> no ways. <laughs> No like just on the street. <laughs> yeah, not. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I I can't think of any. We all learned something new today. Hmm. Um, I feel like there are other better gay male characters on the show later. Anthony. Anthony. Which one's that? He's the one who's like Charlotte's best friend, and he's really like outspoken. He and has a crazy, crazy accent. Oh, he's like he like hates Stanford, yeah. right? They get married though. What? Oh no! Difficult. I spoiled the second movie. <laughs> Jackie, has, second yeah, movie? Jackie hasn't seen the second movie. They get married. Oh, but they really, because they're the only two gay characters on the show. Really yeah, stupid. I was gonna say so. I don't remember stupid. that. They did hate each other, and then they they're really like, don't. and then we fell in love. Anthony doesn't. They don't like each other, right? In the beginning. Fact. Yeah, they're yeah, not. They, a no, they hate each other. <laughs> it's weird because this show is made by a gay man, but. I feel like the gay characters on the show are so one-dimensional. And, like, yeah. and especially, I feel like in the first episode when Stanford came into play, I was like, oh, my God, he's this actor is trying way too hard to be, like, stereotypical gay, and I hate it. I think it's a gay man trying to sell gayness to, like, straight single women in New York. Like mm-hmm. a straight female audience. Yes. Yeah. It's like, li- it's like gay light. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, let's make Good. this digestible for you guys. Yeah, they would never say bussy on the show. Yeah, no, never. That no. bussy is just not have a terminology. No bussy to be had anywhere. See, well, I don't know. Sure. I mean, we like so the up the butt episode. I guess if it's boy pussy, then it means that like women can't have it. So like Charlotte, Charlotte's exploration of her bussy is not accurate. <laughs> Well, if we're it's saying definitely butt pussy. Boy, it's definitely boy pussy. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, okay. we're going to reclaim pussy. Because <laughs> as we've talked about in previous episodes, it's all about the butt now. 
Is it? If that's what Charlotte did. Yeah, you told me. It's all about the butt. But yeah. is the new... Oh, what did we say? Eating ass is the new... I think we determined that eating ass is over. No, 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 no. That was... No. No. We just determined that eating ass is the new blowjob. Play the tape. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Read me the receipts, bitch. (laughs) But what's next? We can't say that it's over unless we know what's next. Ted, I don't know if you know this, but Sex and City always does this thing where they're like, blowjobs were the... Were the foot play of the seventies, and now, yeah. What do you think is the next sexual like frontier? In, like you mean in like two thousand and no, we mean or now. like two thousand and sixteen. This is this is nineteen ninety eight. Fuck that we just witnessed. <laughs> Maybe ninety nine. In, in nineteen, I don't know. It depends on who you're talking to. Like in two thousand and sixteen, it might be like fucking poppers or something like poppers? really gross i don't you mean I don't those things that, that you smell <laughs> yeah it's like but the poppers things... were like oh, the 80s not what i thought that you yeah. meant oh what did you, you know mind. what i don't want to know yeah. <laughs> 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 that like poppers like doesn't it just make make, make your butt loose or something mm-hmm. but that's Sophia not is sex- a better gay man than yeah. i am yeah. <laughs> but that's not like sexual fa- that's not like a sexual thing like eating ass we oh. think eating ass is like the new frontier for straight people Oh, frontier for straight people. What's the frontier for gay people then? Oh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Killing people? I don't know. What's left? There's like literally nothing left in the gay world. We've explored every inch. Like more flora. It's fecal microbiota transplants. Mm, Ted is also a doctor. So. <laughs> um, okay. So Wait. what about like pegging? Okay, no. I have to keep this going for too long, but is that like popular or is it just like in a lot of TV shows? I now? feel like it's definitely part more part of the conversation now. Yeah. I'm super into it. I would love to see that become the thing. Yeah. That would be beautiful. For women, straight people. Straight people, women mm-hmm. to men. Mm-hmm. Would you want to, like, man. fuck a guy? <laughs> <laughs> Jackie, Jackie looked at me so earnestly. <laughs> like, let's, 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 let's just talk about would it. Would you want to fuck a guy? <laughs> like, would you? Peg? I, I've actually thought about it. I think it could be cool. I'm I guess fun. I'm assuming you haven't already done it. <laughs> no, <laughs> I haven't. I mean, like, if I had, I feel like I would have to be in a relationship. Or unless someone... Like, that would be something I... Ca- a casual peg. Uh, like, a casual peg is, <laughs> one, like... One night peg. <laughs> <laughs> if a guy, like, is, like, let's go home and then, like, has, like, a full-on that strap on for me, it's, like... amazing. Uh, you would fucking that, do it. You would, would, you would fucking do yeah, it. Yeah, it happened on Broad City. You think I would do it? Like melted would. his dildo? Yeah. It depends because I'm state. a sloppy top. <laughs> 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 sloppy top. My friend Liam describes me as if I were a gay man, I'd be a sloppy top, and I don't even know what that means. Neither do I. But like, seems offensive. It really does. It's pretty disgusting. But I'm going sloppy top. I don't know what it means. I don't think I would peg though, like on a casual date. Like oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like really like it's a it's a commitment thing. Yeah, that's like uh, oh yeah, sure. I'll I'll just strap on this random. No, no. Oh, I know what the next thing is, and then we can do our business swinging. Totally, because I think polygamy. Were and you at a swinging party last night? I don't think so. Technically. It was a party of gay men, so. Were like people having sex like in front of you last night? No. 
but okay. I have to think about that. <laughs> but we're like people in rooms having sex. I think yeah, I think some some stuff happened. Well, you said that one guy got his butt fingered on the his dance butt, his pussy. <laughs> but oh, hey, it was a pussy that just ran under me. <laughs> Called my name. <laughs> um, I think polyamory is having its day. Oh yeah, yeah. The for gay, sure. it's exploding out of the gay world and into the heterosexual world. I think that's that's my that's where my, my mm. fingers on the pulse. But polyamory is different than swinging. So like, yes, yes. Sorry. Like swinging, I think that that is an interesting distinction. Number one, and I think that swinging is could be a really funny new sexual frontier that becomes like part of <laughs> like the... swinging parties and stuff. Like... <laughs> or like where you put your keys in. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> we're bringing it Party. back. <laughs> so swinging is when you like a couple when you like do it together. Yeah, yeah. And there was that movie with uh, Adam Scott. Did you guys see that? I watched that movie. Oh, with the tiny penises. Or just one tiny penis. And one the other dick. one's really big. Yeah. Well, okay, we don't need to talk about a movie that only <laughs> <laughs> But the movie, like, kind of normalizes You just showed me swinging. the penis part, so that's, I saw that. Nice. Like, it, it, it's depicting swinging in, like, a really kind of sweet way, I thought. Where they're just, like, open to the idea of it. Well, how, how what makes it sweet? Just, like, everyone was super down? Originally, the couple wasn't down, and then they got, like, really drunk, and then, and then the, like, down. two men started making out. Oh, nice. And the, and, and the, it was, it's like <laughs> Ben White, what's his, what's his name in real life? Adam Scott. Adam Scott and Ja, what's his name? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm really blowing it. Ja Jason, Jason, Jason Schwartzman. Yeah, yeah. And he paints bussy. <clears throat> Jason Schwartzman is a bussy painter. <laughs> like that so one guy. So a pussy or a bussy? <laughs> is a bussy yeah. or a pussy? Uh, butts. Yeah. The- <laughs> <laughs> buttholes, yeah. He paints buttholes. Yeah. yeah. Like, like not really the butt format, but like buttholes. But like, what is that? Like a black, like black. They, they look like, they look like space paintings. <laughs> buttholes. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like, um, Charlotte getting her vagina painted. Exactly. A wonderful connection. <laughs> okay. On that note, let's, That's let's dive into our season finale um oh come all you faithful is the name of this overall episode. like eh. you know what we really oh ted's allergic to cats <laughs> <There's a lot laughs> to <pussy>. ted is <laughs> non-ironically allergic to pussy. um i i'm not the biggest fan of this episode okay i will samantha's plot line is really good mm-hmm. maybe the best. best maybe one of the best plot lines ever it's great. The the James plotline. But this is when Carrie like finally jumps the shark in terms of I think Yeah. The show doesn't insane. jump the shark. The show only gets better from here, but she definitely like ha- what did what did Eric call it? So it's like she's I don't know, she's just terrible on this episode. Why do we think the writers did did well, should we talk about the plot first and then Sure. Okay. <laughs> so we'll just go through a little bit. Uh we start off and Miranda is dating uh, Thomas John Anderson and he is they're having sex and he keeps on like saying oh god when he's coming which was weird oh I didn't even make that connection mm. yeah they're like depicting it as if they're having like really good sex right but, it, but like, it she seems, seems very so boring like it's just missionary he's on top every time and she's somehow like coming but he's also not looking at her like not that you have to look at somebody's face all the time but like he's just very looking very distant just he's like, so sweaty and <clears throat> so uncomfortably sweaty like i mean she's off definitely not coming 
like there there's no way she could ever come from that but it's just it's it's just weird that they depicted the sex the same way every single time right Mm, well i I don't know because i don't think that they needed to for that joke right like the joke is that he get it's i don't know if it's a joke but like the plot device is that he gets up to go to the shower every single time he's done uh having sex and it's supposed to come from his childhood where nuns taught him to like fear sex or think that sex was dirty and so he had to go clean himself and i think for that device like you didn't need to have different positions or anything change like it's just yeah. here it is again this, though, this episode <laughs> is like a perfect example of my biggest problem with miranda she's like always Hold, like holding on like putting up with things that like don't seem like worth it right you know, she's like i want to stay with him and it's like <laughs> why <laughs> well i thought that the i i think you're right to a certain extent like if that were it yeah but i think that his relationship with sex was more problematic than just him showering afterwards like it seemed yeah. he thought sex was dirty and bad yeah and so like i think that the depiction of sex as being boring and like not Mar- there's no way that Miranda was coming during that mm-hmm. was just like an extension of it. Like his problems are not leading to a healthy sexual dynamic or relationship. Right. But like if I were her, I would just like not ever come back. Like oh, at one I, time he, I would have like, been like, I don't yeah. understand why she was ever participating to begin with, regardless of the shower. <laughs> she yeah. does put up with a lot. She's like the sad, not as good looking one. So she's like <laughs> supposed to just settle first things all the time. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> um, okay. So then Miranda goes on this like weird, like a very intense Catholic bashing when she's walking with Carrie. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> like, if I had known that he was Catholic, I never would have gone out with him. <laughs> you should wear a sign. You, they, we should make them all wear signs. <laughs> to which I yelled Gestapo. <laughs> <laughs> Straight Nazi. <laughs> all Catholics are Nazis. They, right? they, they said that so quickly. So <laughs> casually. <laughs> too soon, Sex in the City. Too soon. <laughs> um, okay. Jackie, you wanted me to make note of what Carrie was wearing. I found the distinction between what Carrie was wearing and Miranda was wearing while they were walking down the street to be very interesting. <laughs> Miranda, Miranda looks terrible in this episode. She's wearing, like, sweatpants, which is fine, whatever. Everyone can wear sweatpants as we're walking down Please, the street. Yes. But Carrie is, like, dressed very well, I thought. Well, she's, like, wearing trousers and, like, a cute pink, sh- like, top. And heels. She's wearing capris. Yeah. Capris. 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 Oh, Remember said, Capri pants? I thought you said Pries, and I was like, are we calling them Pries now? <laughs> yeah. Do you think Capris are going to come back in? Yeah. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. An exposed ankle. And that's a, that's a really good silhouette, the one she has on. Um, so then Carrie sets up the, I guess the tension for the episode is about religion and about having faith. And she says something to her MacBook that I didn't understand. Our relationships, the religion of the nineties, I think she said, does that make sense? No, (laughs) no. The religion of the night. I don't, I don't get it. Um, okay. So here we're going to, now we're in it. Carrie sees big at church and sees him put a woman into a cab and she like gets curious and she's like, uh, like who was that? Who aren't you telling me about? And he's like, Oh, I take my mother to church every Sundays, every Sunday. And she's like, Oh, oh my God, that makes you. Love and then you. she goes like, Take me! I want to go. I want to meet your mom. No, that's not this part. She doesn't say that yet. 
feel like eventually. Eventually, she says that. But yeah, this is, I'm really at eager this to she... talk about this though. I want. I want to know. I think that the writer is trying to find something relatable to women in the late '90s in relationships, and I want to know what he is trying to illustrate. Well, Darren Star wrote it, but I. I mean, Darren Star directs it right or produces it which one i don't know whoever wrote it I, you know the, the, that's, the writers created. are always trying he to created that, it right? but the writers i think are men and women and all of these story i just read this recently in an article because they still write articles about sex and city every <laughs> single episode or every single like relationship that happened was based on something that happened to somebody who was affiliated with the show Every like, single one. I feel like the thing that is the most relatable, maybe, it are Samantha, some like Samantha's storyline and Miranda's storyline could potentially happen. But Carrie, right. they're, so they're like, okay, we want to uh, write an episode all about faith or all about like religion or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they come up with this storyline for Carrie, which is just. It doesn't make you any just sense. Don't, you think it's completely unbased in any real relationship struggle? I think that I think that they must have been going for something, but I. I I mean, is it just like, like her feeling left out, or like you know, the ultimate conflict is that he hasn't told his mom about Carrie, like, and this is just their way of getting into that, like, or you just think she's just acting a crazy fool and they just like threw it in there for conflict's sake? Well, this is the fourth episode now where Carrie has like a meltdown. Crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. like she has like be been like pretty unhinged when it comes to big and completely it seems very clear especially from this trajectory of episodes that he is not interested like he it seems like he like she is a girl that he's like she's good for now i'm not really interested in anybody else but if somebody else came along i would like be all up on that (laughs) sorry (laughs) um okay so Carrie go, is meeting all the girls at the bar and they're uh, talking about this problem that she's been having. Or not problem, but how she wants to meet Big's mom. Um, yeah. And Samantha comes in. She's She says, sorry, I was late. I just had a five-hour lunch with James and I'm in love. And everyone's like, what? Ooh. Say what, girl? <clears throat> okay, so then they do a flashback to how Samantha met James. And she was out for an evening alone. <laughs> Lauren loves this part. For some reason, she loves that she's alone. Samantha alone at the jazz club. She's like, oh, that's pretty I cool. I kind of want to go to a jazz club alone. I love it so much. She looks amazing. She speaks so like damsel in distress. Yeah, like, she's her not herself. Very she's not really herself in this entire different. episode. I love until it. She's at the, until she's in the bathroom stall at the end. And then you're like, oh, of course. Like, here's the Samantha that we know right. I love. <laughs> Um, okay, so the, James comes over and says, I love the way that you're moving to the music. <laughs> and Samantha, she's just sitting to be clear, down. she's sitting. <laughs> I think she's like, you know, like doing a little dance in her chair. I didn't, don't think that was clear. Um, and then, the and then she goes, the I love jazz. <laughs> okay. To which Eric audibly screeched. <laughs> Cut to a few hours later, and James and Samantha are eating, sharing a bag of Krispy Kreme donuts. Um, <laughs> that that exchange is also, he's like, you must try the glazed. It's a little bit of heaven. <laughs> he's just like so cheesy. 
and not her style at all. Wait, that goes further. They then she says, "Oh heaven, I've never thought I could get there." And, and he, he says, oh, <laughs> "He says, oh, an angel like you." <laughs> Which I feel like regular Samantha would be like, Ew. <laughs> "How did or that... anybody would be like, Ew. like, how did that dialogue get through a round like a, a table?" Read? Everybody like, was like, like we should probably add something here that relates to the theme of the episode. <laughs> Let's yeah. Add oh my god. About oh. Religion. The writers are trying too so hard. So they just like Googled one. like religious pickup lines. <laughs> I'm going to Google that right now. Religious pickup lines. Either a bunch of fucking idiots or yeah. they think it's as hilarious as we do. <laughs> like went for it. They're like how lame. Sometimes I think the writers are like how lame can we get? Mm-hmm. They have to. I don't know. Okay. So then uh, we're flashback to reality. <laughs> Oops. There goes gravity. <laughs> <laughs> and um they're they're at the bar again and samantha is talking about like how this is such a departure from her normal sex life um that she <laughs> did normally that her normally her sex life consists of two sentences give it to me and go oh home gosh. wait guys sorry quick interruption jackie googled religious <laughs> pickup lines and it's really important that she reads a few okay <laughs> Let me find the best one. (laughs) So last night I was reading in the book of numbers and I realized I don't have yours. (laughs) That's really good. That's really, really good. Oh my God. Jackie, give us another one. (laughs) Do you need prayer? Because I am certainly willing to lay lay hands on you. (laughs) Oh my God. Wow. Wow. It's a groaner. (laughs) Can we make our own? Like something about I would Deuteronomy? <laughs> I would leave 99 sheep to come and find you, and then I would carry you home joyfully on my shoulder. I'm not That's like, a pickup line. I am not a fraction Catholic enough to understand these. <laughs> the Jews my, in the house don't my understand. My full Jew is showing right now. I'm usually not very prophetic, but I can see us together. These are terrible. (laughs) The first one was the best one. The first one was great. The book of numbers. But also, you know, I think the book of numbers is in the Old Testament. I put the stud in Bible study. (laughs) (laughs) Talk to me about Leviticus. My portion. I know about that Deuteronomy. Menstruation and leprosy. (laughs) Um, Okay, so... Samantha, it says, you know, I have I have Charlotte to thank for this because uh, you've been. She says you've been talking about all that bullshit about not sleeping with men right away, and you know, if I had already had sex with him, who knows like how much conversation I would have missed with, yeah. with James. And everyone's shocked that she hasn't had sex with him yet. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, dun dun dun. <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs> okay, Charlotte's plotline is so boring in this episode. She, yeah, I, I feel like we could just skip over it. She's basically yeah, she trying to figure. She, she's basically like, I, <laughs> I want to know if I'm going to get married, and goes to a psychic woman's like, you're not. She's mad old and Jewish, and it's like, you're not getting married. They were just like, what could Charlotte do that like remotely relates to religion? Yeah. And it's weird because all the like the people she goes to, like two different psychics. No, I'm and... actively yawning that we're already talking about <laughs> right. this. Well, it's just weird. I, I just... <laughs> all right, bitch. Uh, it's just weird that like both of them say no, but she gets has she gets married so twice. No, she yeah. gets so boring. Oh, so wow, boring. shut down. <laughs> Guys, can you not? Can you calm down? <laughs> okay, so Carrie and Big are 
as they always are when they're inside. Oh, sitting at his fucking thing. Island. Eating. <laughs> that island. island eating pasta. Um, and Carrie says that she wants to go to church um, and meet his mom is how she I believe it. she says, I want to meet your mommy. She says mommy. mommy. So She's so weird. <laughs> she was something so about this, weird. And I think it was like a combination of like her sitting position on that stool and like her low pony and her <laughs> use of the word mommy that was like really weird. Like it 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 set her back like 10 years in age. I was like, "Are you like a fucking 23-year-old?" <laughs> what what is wrong? I with feel you? like when I was 23, I was in no place to meet anyone's mom. Me, mommy. <laughs> I was like never ever begging to meet mommy. Can I meet mommy? So like that seems like, like she way is more like a of touch like... of what we in the medical field call borderline personality disorder. <laughs> really? <laughs> she just like I yes, and that's what's like the low pony and the mommy. You know, like reel it in. <laughs> <laughs> she, she also says when when she says that she wants to go to church, Big was like, oh, I didn't know you were religious, and she says, I'm open to all religions, and it. I thought it was going to be a joke. Like, oh, this is like, ha, ha, ha. I have, I'm. She's just like, no, I'm open to all religions. Period. Full just stop. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also like an interesting way for them to not have her like, have a religion that she would have yeah. grown up in. Like, I wasn't raised religious, but like my family is Catholic. She's never talked about know? her family and it's, they, or her like hip background. No background whatsoever. Yeah. That's the weirdest part about the show in general is that we have no background to these characters. Mm. Ever. Like we get, I think we get the most from um, Charlotte. Yeah. yeah, Charlotte has some. Yeah, yeah. but like Carrie, nothing. nothing. I don't know if she has like parents. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good point. I never thought about that. Yeah, like, no. do none of them have siblings. Miranda does. When her mom uh, dies, you find oh, Miranda does. Someone else has a who has a brother. Charlotte. Charlotte's brother. Samantha sleeps with Charlotte's brother. Ooh, great. Uh. Okay, so. Big, I think, is, like, super rational and is just says, you know, this is something that I do with my mom. Like, it's just us. Um, Wait, yeah, it's... That's so okay. But then, uh. then he does a classic Big where he just changes the subject. He <laughs> says, let's just go to the Caribbean. Yeah. And Carrie's like, I can't afford that. And he says, I'll buy the tickets and you buy me a giant margarita when we get to St. Bart's. I... It's so problematic. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Um, Miranda is still trying to like get aftercare from this guy. I have you never used that term. I've never heard that before. That's that like cuddles after thing? coitus. Is it? No. Aftercare. Aftercare? Aftercare? Aftercare. It sounds like daycare. <laughs> <laughs> I have never. As, as, as soon as I said it, I regretted it. <laughs> I literally have. As soon as I said no, it, I, I wrote aftercare. I'm sorry. Okay. Aftercare. Uh, I yeah. kind of like it. I'm going to use that now. <laughs> Definitely. Can you give me a little aftercare? Can you give me a little aftercare? The way that she. Don't rush the aftercare. The way that like, she wants to cuddle is really strange. It's like also, with him still on top of her. It's really like sweating. mommy. Like. <laughs> She's like, oh, isn't this nice? Don't you love it? Like, just just hold me a little bit longer. It's really weird. Mm -hmm. um, you said that he looked like Elliot Spitzer. A little bit, he does, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he... Okay. So he goes to shower, and she's like, no, hold me a little bit longer. And then she's like, you know, sex isn't bad. And he 
says, oh, is that the gospel according to Miranda? And has, like, this kind of, like, sarcastic monologue about, like, how she's not going to cure him of this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which was, like, kind of refreshing. Yeah. It's a pretty big blowout argument, actually, I thought. he like. Well, I mean, they barely know each other, and he's, like, screaming at her. If, if that was someone who I slept with, like, four or five times, and they were, like, screaming at me, I'd be like... Okay. Wait, would you have come back for the fifth time, though? Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, like, you're right. I think at this point she knows that he's Catholic, which is apparently a huge deal breaker to her, <laughs> and that he insists on having uh, showering after every single time they have sex. You're right, Jackie. Like this is, this is like totally classic Miranda. Mm. She's always like putting up with like the worst guys. Yeah, she's like, oh, I hate him. But like, just still. But I'm gonna have to them. learn to deal with his like phobias. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, and then he goes back he into the shower, and he comes back out to ask her to leave. She wasn't making moves to leave yeah. after they have this argument. Yeah, it's uh. very. This whole thing's very weird. You know what? It's funny. Each character, like every episode, we either like it, it's so up and down for like who we like and who we don't like. They they have such different pers like ways of dealing with things in each episode. Yeah. Like Miranda, a couple episodes ago, we were like, she's the bomb. She had a funny line in this one. Um, uh, they they make some joke here about how he wrote a hit Broadway off Broadway play, and it's something with a shower. Yeah, the yeah. Like that yeah. exact line makes it interesting. Yeah, in, yeah. In the argument. Um, okay. Samantha. <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay, so Samantha is Lauren like, is I can't. Giddy. I can't wait any longer, James. Um, they, they exchange I love yous in the hall, which is a really big deal for Amanda. And she says, unzip and get over Amanda? here. <laughs> what? What? You said, you Amanda. said Amanda. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Freudian. Amanda? <laughs> like my roommate? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know why. I didn't write Shout it down. out, Amanda. Shout out Shout to Amanda. Amanda. <laughs> Obviously thinking of you, girl. Okay. We love you, bye. Okay, unzip and get over here. And as Eric put it, unzipping from the other side of the room is kind of a baller. <laughs> it's totally baller. And, and the zipper sound effect like had to it be was put like, in later. <laughs> yeah. It's like a cartoon zipper. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so then he he goes right to being inside her fully clothed still she yeah. still has stockings on right. you notice <laughs> well. like like I, what they're doing this is a what do you call it when like it's not correct in a in like a tv a continuity yeah this is a continuity issue because there's no way that he can like pull her tights down just enough to get like that it's not no. physically possible. Were, no. were they just thigh high, maybe? Ooh. Oh. <laughs> it gets short but small. It cut she right can't through. feel it. You'd think she would feel like a <laughs> tiny <Sharp>. knife stick. <laughs> tiny dicks. Tiny <laughs> knife dicks. That's the next thing. That is said. the next big thing. Tiny <laughs> knife dicks. I don't know if our, if, if our listeners could hear the original hypothesis that Eric made from Akaz's room, which was maybe his, his dick was sharp and cut, cut through the the stockings <laughs> um okay he penetrates her apparently and then she's like please i'm ready for it put, put it, it in. in put it in already and he says it is in <laughs> great line this is like a classic sex yeah, and city line classic. yeah perfect like, the not way... his dick but <laughs> the scene <laughs> like the, the way that uh samantha's uh like face is framed 
and she's like looking like kind of like longingly in the distance <laughs> for a bigger dick. <laughs> I just don't even like James. Like I don't get why she likes him, but whatever. He is, he is not a human. He is, is the worst. He is. Yeah, he's like not cool. Do like, we see his face? He's like a completely yeah, like, white box to me. Yeah, like he literally like, is just like profile. Yep. He's like a caricature of yeah. like an American male. He is like not a human. He just seems like really creepy. Like he almost seems like like a pedophile to me. Like there's something wow. wrong. Like <laughs> there's something wrong with Patrick because of Bateman the crispy character. Mm. You know? Yeah. That kind of like psychopath thing. Yeah, he's, to like, him. he's kind of psycho. He yeah. seems psycho. Yeah. It's because of the Krispy Kreme. I don't think scene. it's the Krispy Kreme. It's the way he talks and like moves his body. <laughs> he doesn't talk a lot. <laughs> yeah, he does. He says things like the angel thing and he like, the, it's the way he like dresses. It's like, no one does that. No one does that. To be fair, nobody not... acts like Samantha either. So. Yeah, all right. Fine. <laughs> what do you think? Is there. Obviously, it is in is a great line, but <laughs> like, was there a better way for him to, like, uh, like work in that scenario? Like, do you think that he could have handled it in a different and better way? He could have been like, oh, uh, nope. Like, like before we start, I want to let you know that I have a really small penis. Kind yeah. of thing. Or like, let me. Uh, I, I don't know. I, d- I don't know. Like, uh, oh, it wasn't in yet, and now I'm gonna put it in. Or like, okay, you work she up to, knew to that it. it was. There's no way that like. I mean, the whole the whole thing is wrong. Like, <laughs> she, <laughs> poor Ted. <laughs> she knew that it was in in some way. Oh, so sad. I mean, if a penis, even if it's three inches hard, is small and in you, you know that it's inside of you. So it's just kind of doesn't make sense, but whatever. Um. Okay, Carrie and Miranda decide that they're gonna go to church and so they put on their church clothes this is maybe this is the worst this is i had to look away it's an expedited summary of this scene (laughs) so bad yeah give a give a synopsis of this okay (laughs) carrie and miranda go to church they go up into the balcony and their plan is that they're just gonna get eyes on big (laughs) mother that sounds worth it because why because why yeah okay It, it just gets worse and worse okay then uh, Carrie drops the Bible off the balcony, <laughs> and everyone turns around and stares at her, including Big and, and his Big looks at her like, "You fucking nut job." <laughs> okay, here. So obviously, going to church and dropping the book off the Bible is mistake number one. Mistake number two is not leaving then, right? Yeah. If this happened to me, I would leave <laughs> and go home and never answer the phone (laughs) (laughs) ever again ever again (laughs) it just just goes to voicemail forever (laughs) disappear from this guy's life (laughs) even if she wanted to like sit through mass after that mistake number three insisting on staying to meet his mother yes yes okay (sighs) because she expects she expects something from this she expects Mm -hmm. big to be like Oh, now that I caught you in this situation or that it's happening, you know, I'll, he's going to introduce her she's as a girl. setting herself up for disaster. She thinks she's setting herself up for success. Right. She thinks she's setting herself up for affirmation. For like affirmation. Yeah, exactly. I like this guy. Exactly. Yeah, yes. yeah. That I like this guy. He should be introducing me to his mother. Now, you know, now is the opportunity that he can because like I did this stupid thing, but like whatever. Now I can finally meet her and he can say like I'm his girlfriend and like. That I have a stake in his life, basically. Mm-hmm. So Big really rises to the occasion and introduces Carrie as my friend Carrie. And then his mother looks at her blankly and says, oh, it's so nice to meet you. And Carrie goes, 
like Carrie Carrie. Oh, so well. Just dig your grave. (laughs) (laughs) She is literally in with the fucking shovel right now. (laughs) Falls deep in that grave. (laughs) So the mother excuses herself, and Big is like, "Why are Why are you here? Are you testing me?" Um, And then he says, "My mother doesn't need to meet another girlfriend." He fucks up a little bit right here, but but it doesn't change the fact that she's crazy. (laughs) They're both they both suck. He should have broken up by with her by now. He sh- he ha- has so- had so many opportunities to break up with her because he knows that she is in love with him and that he could give two shits. But is it his responsibility to like manage her ability? Not manage to take her care ability, but like I I think that th- that is very clear when you are dating somebody who likes you way more than you like them. But he's not really leading her on. Like after the Barbara incident. Oh my God, Barbara. She, I miss that. She, <laughs> you weren't here. She stalked time. his ex-wife. She stalked his ex. She went to his ex-wife's place of business to pitch a book idea to her to meet her. So this is the second time that borderline. She, <laughs> <laughs> this is the second time that she's gone out of her then way to sets like up ins- a follow-up lunch meeting. <laughs> like she is like a crazy person. Yes. Like no one would do this. No, yes. matter how desperate you are to be in love. Yes. Especially if you're in love. I feel like if you're actually in love with somebody and somebody loves you back, <laughs> I feel so bad. I feel like if you love somebody and somebody loves you back, that there's a mutual, there's a, <laughs> there's a mutual. <laughs> Fuck. I'm trying to tell this story, bro. About really love. She's, she's going in and you all I can do allergies. is just like release histamine. It's awkward. <laughs> I'm just saying there's like that mutual feeling there. Like she's clearly not feeling it back from him in many ways. But is she like, there's some, there's some delusion going on. That's here, what I'm saying. She's sure. delusional. Right. Do you think it's realistic that, Oh, you think that, she's delusional to the point that she thinks he's completely like in love with like her something back. is giving her the signal that she should continue doing, to, doing like, this. Right. This. Have you, do you think it's realistic or do you know of instances where people have gotten to a point similar to this yes. where they, they've like pursued someone so heavily and just like functioned in this like completely delusional and the other world. person was like so creeped out by just it. like not that yes. into it who it's it's i mean okay i want to get like too medical and i should say like it's not you know medical m- mental health is like a real thing and like you know no laughing matter but people with attachment issues like, yeah you know i mean we think of them as like daddy issues yeah but i think frequently act like this in relationship when i did my inpatient psych rotation i had so many patients like female patients in their 40s and 50s that wind up in the hospital from like making themselves crazy with this kind of thing because they have like poor attachment interesting i wonder if yeah. that if those symptoms uh like of mental illness are intentional and if they play themselves out in further seasons like if carrie Mm. if it's consistent well that would be interesting to find out i think carrie gets better like i think like this is her breaking point and i think she gets way better when she's not dating big all right my honest opinion Uh, um carrie goes to the opening of uh, the... It's a release party for a perfume. Or something. Oh yeah, in the oh, in the gay club at the church. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's called Fallen Angel. Oh yeah, they go to the Church of Disco. That's what they yeah. call it's it. A, it's limelight. This is the first time that I've been reunited with Stanford since I watched this show like over a decade ago, or whenever I was watching it, and I realized how much he is just like a complete character of what 
white women think gay men are yeah. in this time. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, is it of the time or is this like, because now, I mean, there's so many different depictions of like gay men on TV. Was right. this like really groundbreaking? Maybe, it was like a maybe. soft, mm-hmm. it was like, like I said, like a light gay. Mm-hmm. So like you could be softballed into like. Well, it was like, what was the friend on Will and Grace? Mm. Yeah. Like that character. Oh, Jack. Yeah. Jack. Exactly. But Jack is so much no i don't agree with that like stanford is like so plain jane jack is awesome like will and grace is great and and jack is like his own like he's yeah he's like stereotypical but he's his own stereotype like he does i mean maybe you disagree but i think jack is great like a great character no no i i mean jack has like a lot of comedic relief and then stanford is palatable like i'll give him that he's totally you know fun and he's not the things that make Stanford funny are not necessarily like laughing at gay people per se, which I can appreciate. Right. Do you think that there are other examples of stereotypical, like one dimensional gay characters, especially from like early or mid nineties television? I think a lot of the jokes on Will and Grace, like the butt of the jokes were ha ha. I'm a man acting like a lady. Really? Things. Yeah. No, especially I think earlier on in Will and Grace, I haven't rewatched it. I feel like they had to like, come up with another punchline i guess as maybe i'm thinking of like seasons. the older ones because like i love his relationship with megan mullally and like but maybe i'm just like thinking about it in different ones what are other gay characters in tv like stereotypical like, early ones ellen yeah. but she's you know no, like characters yeah i don't know i don't know but i feel like ellen was because it was the show ellen like right. she couldn't <laughs> be one dimensional. <laughs> true um I, that's the only other like gay show like show about gay people that i can think of i, I can't think of well anything. sex and the city isn't about gay people no it's not have... it's about these women but like stanford is made out to be like oh i guess that the character on girls he's kind of but that's not 90s yeah now <laughs> i'm just thinking of like gay friends <laughs> <laughs> i'm just well, trying my favorite one-dimensional gay character is mr slave but i think i'm on the wrong podcast <laughs> for that <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a different there's a, <laughs> There's a different podcast for that, and it's not this. Okay, you need to go Stanford, back in time for that one. Stanford is like, don't you love this place? It's like hell with a cover charge. Ugh. Like, what? <laughs> not a joke. <laughs> what, what does that mean? It did remind me of the place I went to on Friday night, though. <laughs> the, the, there was, like, not... It's like an observation. It's like, yes, this is a hell-themed party, and we all paid cover. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're introduced Stanford. to Stanford's new boyfriend, Elon. Elon. <laughs> um, Who so designed he, the bottle. Yeah. Of whatever they're but selling. But I feel like they cut to the bottle, but I didn't, like... Was well, it they perfume never or vodka? Like, I have no Nobody idea. Nobody showed the bottle. Oh. There was, like, a weird egg thing that they kept showing. Yeah, that oh. was the that was it. Yeah. Oh, I missed it. was a like giant red. egg. Yeah, it was, like, a red egg. I thought it was going to be, like, in the shape of, like, a dick. Me too, yeah. Be, like, the joke. Yeah. All right. Missed they opportunity. Missed opportunity <laughs> sex in the city. Okay. So Stanford goes on this like really kind of unbearable rant about how like him and Alon are like, we're becoming the couples we hate and I'm loving it. I, it's really bad. <laughs> um, Carrie has hair extensions in. They're so gross. <laughs> I hate when she wears the fake hair. I miss that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Skipper it makes an appearance of, uh, in, the, in this series finale, mm. season finale. Excuse mm, me. Thank God. Um, Skipper, any any words, Sophia? Nope, it's over. You're not attracted to him anymore. Nope. 
<laughs> Wait, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Please fill me in. <laughs> well, Ted's obviously not a listener of the podcast, or he'd know that Skipper. Wa- and I am putting this to rest now that season two is happening because I think everyone's bored. <laughs> but I love it. I once said, "Oh, Skipper's okay," and then they thought that meant that I wanted to have sex with them. So then we created this thing called Skipper Watch Two K Sixteen, where I was going to find Ben Weber, the actor, and have sex with him. And then we did some research about Ben Weber, and we found out that he is uh, the caveman in the Geico commercial. Oh my god! <laughs> and has had recent success on Oscar Mayer Wiener commercials for, <laughs> for Carb the Turkey. Best where are they now? I've ever heard. Yeah, unfortunately. He's not in Sophia's bed. Yeah. You know, if he wants to call, he can call. That's all I have to say. He is the embodiment (laughs) of the sad Miranda we discussed at the beginning of this podcast hour. Just like settling. He he is the definition of settling. Settling. (laughs) Big capital S on that. Okay. The scene of the episode, The Stealer, Samantha comes and like call essentially nah, like, calls a meeting she does not, does not come. come sorry <laughs> oh, that was rubbing it in uh, <laughs> like a eraser dick <laughs> samantha is Can't in the bathroom the of the, of the disco thing i felt like this bathroom was super shitty <laughs> yeah yeah like where yeah well yeah i mean it's in a it church. had like it had like please don't flush your sanitary napkin yeah, yeah it's in a, they were in a church that's what bathrooms look like in churches yeah. i feel like it was it was from too the Jew. spacious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Temple Nertamid had some pretty nice stuff. <laughs> pretty great. Ad, to say so. Um, she reveals that to her friends that James has a small dick. And they're like, oh, like it can't be that bad. And, and she says three inches hard. Three inches hard. And they're all like, oh. <laughs> Miranda makes a great face she in goes, this conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause, multiple cause times. Multiple saying, like, faces. She's saying, because Samantha goes like, I love Dick. I just, I love everything about Dick. You could say Big it, Lauren. Dick. Big Dick. Yeah. What was it? Do well, it. Well, first she says that it's like a gherkin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which, when I first saw this episode, like when I was little, didn't know what a gherkin was. Likewise. Either. And asked my mother. <laughs> she said a small pickle? <laughs> <laughs> Small pickle. That's a small pickle. A cornichon. <laughs> well, well, Lauren, have you ever? <laughs> There's so much. Did your Did your mom know why you're asking? Yeah, that's you what said, I want to know. Is that how you say that? What Cornish? Cornichon. Yeah. yeah. Really. So learned something it? new today. <laughs> what? How are you pronouncing it? Like, how is it spelled? <laughs> I'm so excited for you. This is below the grade of this podcast. Even this podcast. Hey. What? <laughs> Where we have to spell cornichon on the air. What? Aren't there other words that you pronounced wrong? Sophia? Yeah, I pronounced everything wrong. I'm just complete idiot. Oh, oh liquiteria. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to go... I've never seen that written. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I said the place liqui- liquiteria. I thought it was called liquiteria. Because <laughs> like, it was like Spanish. Oh. And then I asked my friend at work who's, <laughs> who's wow, speaks Spanish. Uh, yeah, I would say like someone was like, "Oh, why don't we go to that like juice place?" And I said, "Oh, liquiteria." <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> You're not shying away from the 
No, I'm like rolling my arms and everything. I was like, oh, liquidarian. She was like, no, liquidaria. <laughs> this is like a joke that's followed it's me for a really long time. Unrecognizable. <laughs> I would have no idea. Yeah, so I was really just getting fancy with it. <laughs> Lauren's crying. <laughs> This other time, never mind. Okay. What? That's <laughs> good when you, when you kept saying "wop genius." Oh, God damn it! This is such a long story. We, we can't shouldn't bring into. that up. No. Okay. All right. Um. Oh, well, now everyone just thinks I'm a like a racist to my own people. <laughs> we'll we'll have to edit out that part. Yeah. Okay. Have to Sorry. Edit I apologize. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Miranda is like, oh, I really empathize because this one time I was dating a guy who had a dick like a mini golf pencil, and I when he was fucking me, I couldn't tell if he was fucking me or erasing me. <laughs> That's weird because th- those pencils don't have erasers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Good point, Jackie. <laughs> also, the movement of erasing. I feel like it's very different than... Oh, I erase very aggressively. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, when they have sex, when they're having sex, James and Samantha, it looks like he's trying to erase her. It doesn't look pleasant at all. That's true. Very very short movements. Um, It's like... "Eh, eh, eh," Which is how I think, like... Never mind. But, okay, so this scene, Samantha's sitting on the toilet... And the ladies are all in the stall. I don't know her. how they're all fitting in that stall. It's got to be a big stall. Yeah, the bathroom is really weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's a black hole. Um, and I feel like this is really sweet. Like, they're all being, like, super supportive. And they're, like, mm-hmm. trying to problem solve. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, is he good with his mouth? Like, yeah. I had a similar experience. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe you can find a workaround. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an excellent performance from Kim Cattrall. The excellent. Scene. Excellent. Yeah, She's definitely. crying. She's killing it this episode um and she says you know it's the only thing that we can't talk about but she also says you missed the part about the big dick i mean i kind of alluded to it but oh yeah she says i i love big dick she's like i can't get over it because i love big dicks yeah she's being like very honest and this is where miranda's face (laughs) she says i just love everything about it and miranda's face you can't see my face but it's just like (laughs) it's just like she does this thing where she's like "Mm -hmm, i know what you're talking about she just like (laughs) sipped a hot chocolate that was really satisfying she's like "Mm -hmm." oh that's perfect yeah (laughs) that's literally what her face looks like yeah Yeah. big dick it's like (laughs) love it it, she was it it was as if she was making the sound Mm. but it was almost like Mm. trying too hard like it's like mm-hmm. do you like big dick miranda i know have you seen one <laughs> <laughs> um okay i'm gonna skip over charlotte going to another psychic <laughs> charlotte leaves the bathroom to go to another psychic. <laughs> literally from the gay club <laughs> she's like you know what a good time this in the is middle for. of the night wait is that club gay was it gay or there were men in cages party. i mean there were men in bird cages with like That's a good thongs? question, actually. I don't know. I just assumed, but I, I don't know. I hope because it makes Skipper's presence there much more funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Skipper uh, starts making out with Miranda, and she invites him to come home. Settling. <laughs> Settling. Settling. And he's so excited because she asks him what to stay the night. Yeah. He's like, the whole night? I'm like, oh, God, Skipper, get it together. He's so come thirsty. On. <laughs> so thirsty. <Skipper's> so thirsty. <laughs> Do you so think thirsty. that Harry and Skipper have a lot in common? <laughs> Like they're both elaborate relentlessly pursuing someone that has no interest in them. Long-term. Yeah, maybe it's their job at the New York Star together that's doing it, mm, like <laughs> fostering some kind of community. We're onto like... something. People who work for the New York Star go there because they have daddy issues. <laughs> he was a lot more passive with Miranda than Carrie is with Big. 
I don't know. That like, one episode where he left all those voicemail messages. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. It's me, Skipper. Call me back. <laughs> he just seems like so too available. And yeah. Carrie's like another level. <laughs> and then that time that he went to her neighborhood to buy Captain Crunch. I, mean, I don't think that... Okay, anyway. <laughs> I'm saying there could be another show that's from Skipper's Perspective. Mm. Oh, I would that's like that. That's nowhere near, like, going to church and spying on someone's mom. Okay, agreed. <laughs> um, Samantha, we... Samantha tries again to have sex with James, and she's crying. <laughs> Mid, <laughs> mid-coitus. So and she just goes, I'm tears. so happy, but she's lying. It's Coital really tears. sad. <laughs> so sad. Um, uh, so Carrie is wearing gloves again. Uh, like when she was at church and she, I guess is like waiting for big to pick her up to go on their Caribbean vacation. Um, and she says, you know, put down, don't put my bags in the car because I need, I need something from you and I need a sign, um, before I can like commit to doing this before I can have faith that our relationship is going somewhere. I need a sign. So she says, which, okay. I think that that's fine. Mm-hmm. But then she says, can you just tell me that I'm the one? Yeah. Not your mom. Not all your friends. Just tell me. That's all fine. That's all. That, like, yeah. there's <laughs> nothing else. Like, yeah. you, like, that, that is not fair. I don't think it's fair to ask someone that you've been dating for a few months to tell you that they're, like, committed to marrying you. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is what she's asking for. Yeah, asking right. someone mm-hmm. to call you the one is, like... Not the point of being the one. No. This like, is also not how you to get to being it. the one. <laughs> this is also, just a quick side note, this is the episode that they're referring to when Big then says this in the series finale. It's the last What line. does he say? He says, you're, you're the one. No. Yeah. I just don't think that it's an... <clears throat> sorry. I think that they're, the show as a whole is trying to make a point that you don't immediately know you know like you can have a series of flawed relationships with the same person keep coming back to them and keep making mistakes but they can ultimately end up being your person Mm -hmm. you can convince a man to marry you (laughs) if he doesn't want to wear you can't or you can you can can. (laughs) yeah wear him down till he can't make a decision take it out um okay and he doesn't he doesn't tell her that he's the one. He just like kind of looks down. And Eric said that he's uh, he's dressed like a fucking eggplant. Is the direct quote. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I find this sad. Like when she starts crying, does she say is this what? How does it end? Like what is the final word? Um, she says he says just get in the car with me. Like let's just mm-hmm. go on this vacation together. Mm-hmm. Just get in the car, and she says I love you, but I can't. Yeah. And then she like the car drives off with Big, and she says I cried for a week straight. Um, I, but I realized what I need to have faith in. I need to have faith in myself that I'd meet someone who would feel like the same way about me. I, I, as annoying as she is in this episode, I feel sad at the end of this. Do you know, you guys know the movie, um, he's just not that into you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that character, the character who like at the end ends up with Justin Long. Mm -hmm. I like hated her, but also like Jennifer. Is that Jennifer? I, I have you never seen it written? No, <laughs> Jennifer loves Jennifer. commercials. <laughs> um, I, I, it's like very much that that character. Like it's like this hopeless romantic who, 
you know, pretends like everything's okay, but really like was just really trying to find that person. And I feel like Carrie's trying to fit big into the box of somebody to love her because I don't know if she wants to get married, but she really wants to find the one. And she's, she's doing everything in her power to, to get that. And I feel for her, it's, it's sad in a way because she's, she's standing up for herself. She's like, well, if you can't say that I'm the one at this point, then that, then you're not the right person for me. I feel like she's had some form of this same realization all of the past four episodes. Yeah. That big is how many months are they dating? Like six or like seven? I think she says nine at one point. Oh. It's a long time. That's a pretty long time. They also don't talk in between her going to the church and him picking her up for the Caribbean yeah, vacation. Yeah, yeah, that might have been. <laughs> <laughs> Which, smart. like, that was a sign. That he <laughs> even came to pick you up was a sign. Yeah, like, yes. yeah, that's a sign. Yeah. That's a good point, Lauren. Yeah. Like, he's committed to this. Like, he might may not be able to say, I, he, I guess they say, I love you, but he may not be able to, like, say you're the one, but he, like. Is Big just settling? <laughs> Big could I don't think Big is settling because he would have settled. Right? Yeah. I don't know. What did we think of this episode as a I feel like we were all kind of meh on it. I'm meh on the episode. I feel like maybe we should talk about like the season as a whole. Ooh. Whoa. Big picture. Or just like just like thoughts. I feel like as a finale, this episode was a downer pretty sad <laughs> yeah they, well, they just found figured we have to have something devastating happen to carrie and biggs so like, well, like thank this. god they ended the relationship that needed to happen yeah but samantha's literally crying well this yeah it's a pretty it's a downer up it's yeah. not like an uplifting season finale there's also no like hook to get you into the yeah. next season yeah you're like oh cool watch their breakup <laughs> <laughs> yeah right <laughs> and the beginning of the next season is kind of like her sad, sad yeah. but like in a way that's more fun fun yeah <laughs> like the way that like when you and your friends are all like single and really sad at the same time it's also like yeah really fun second season yeah. second season's gonna be dope yeah i mean as a whole i don't i mean season season one it was really dated it was really dated. This is n- none of these episodes are like my favorite stuff. Sex in the City episodes. I feel like we got through this, but we have like so much to look forward was to. Was this our cross to bear to continue the I religious think it, metaphor? I think it was our cross to bear, Lauren. <laughs> like it, it, it. There were some good episodes. We laughed. We cried. There were there were some funny ones in there where we like. Had, there's one that what? Maybe which one was the one in particular that we liked the most? Maybe I really loved the Porky Pig episode. Yeah, that was a good one. Isn't the first season the one where they have all those like man on the street interviews in the very beginning? And then yeah, they gave but up that, on they, that they stopped that. <laughs> Apparently, like, season two is the last season where they break the fourth wall. Yeah, uh, break the fourth wall. Like talk to the like camera. talk to the camera. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, good. That was a really stupid device. <laughs> <laughs> Which was the episode with the cheesemonger? Yeah, that Libby Bialik. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that was, was six one. or something. Yeah, yeah. Ted, do you have a favorite episode in the entire series? Or like a moment the that entire you series. Um, no, I just I think that when I think back to Sex and the City and like why did I like it, it was usually Samantha getting fucked. <laughs> just fair. O- always <laughs> so fair in almost every iteration. <laughs> yeah, I do. Really I did fair. really like the fart episode. 
I like the fart episode. <laughs> oh yeah, you like that. Ted in the previous episode, that. Carrie farted, and oh, then good. she freaks out and thinks that it's the reason that Big doesn't love her or <laughs> want to have sex with her anymore. Good. <laughs> That's my shit. Yeah, actually, that would have been so good. <laughs> um, any closing thoughts on this series? Series? Sorry, excuse me, season. Oh my god, please. Um, we made brunch for this special occasion. Yeah. By the way, it's light out. We're like, we're in a whole new environment. This is like, I. When does feeling... this normally happen? We normally do it like Monday nights at 9 p.m. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a Sunday beautiful afternoon. No, you know, no, no final thoughts on the season other than I am excited for season. Oh, two. should we rosebud thorn? Yeah, let's Rosebud Thorn. Okay, so Rosebud Thorn, we'll just quickly explain and quickly go around. <laughs> oh boy. Rosebud Thorn, Teddy, you have to participate also, mm-hmm. and you can just do it for this episode. <laughs> okay. Um, Rose is your favorite part, Thorn, your least favorite part, and the bud is what you're looking forward to. Yep. Oh. Sophia, you look ready. <laughs> I'm like, I'm perched up on this couch, ready. Okay. Um, favorite moment of the season, I think, is when. Samantha says big pepper mill dick. It's <laughs> great. Yeah, that's, that's a definite rose. <laughs> I just look like when she laughs at that guy and points at him and says big pepper mill dick. What, what have dicks been compared to so far in this season? Oh my God, Lauren, you're big really asking to Cornichons. <laughs> Golf pencils. Golf pencils. Erasers. With erasers. Yeah. Golf pencils with erasers. Um, if we ever make merch, we should make mini golf <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> love it. Um, my thorn was probably uh, our, I think the first episode, or no, like, yeah, the first or second episode I hated. It was like the worst. The model of the 20-something guy. The models. I, I fucking hated that episode. I just yeah. completed the two episodes. That, that was honestly probably our worst. And models and mortals. Yes, that was probably our the worst episode. Or is that is that the same episode with the big pepper dick? No. Um, and then... Uh, my bud is literally every other season <laughs> because I love this show and this season does not represent how much I love this show. That's great. Yeah. Jackie? I don't know. I think my favorite was... I can't I don't know. I can't, re- I can't even remember all of them. Oh, I think it has to be Libby Bialik saying... Uh, yeah, that was a good episode. Uh, where she where she said really that kind of is maybe my favorite moment too. Where she had where she was talking about the cheeses. <laughs> I'm a sheep's milk cheese. <laughs> and I, I mean, I really... that was Jackie's best line when she said Libby Bialik is the most farm to table of anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's very like Brooklyn 2014. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Libby Bialik is the most authentic farm to table woman I've ever seen. <laughs> Um, I really also hated the any of the episodes in the very beginning where they like <laughs> this extremely like violent hatred of other women. No. I think the hatred of yeah. women. At one point, scene. Miranda says that she wants to tie Christy Turlington down and force feed her lard. Yeah, that's really bad. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Lauren, Lauren. <laughs> All right, go, Lauren. Oh no, bud. Oh, uh, the next one, the first episode in the second season is where they go to the Yankees. Yeah, game, right? that's such a good, a good episode. Oh. Yeah, Kanky's game. Ted, do you want to go next? Um, yeah. So I'm gonna do this episode. This 
My rose this episode was very specifically Miranda's hot chocolate big cock face. Dick. My thorn was the Bible scene. <laughs> as is maybe the thorn Whoa. of the season <laughs> it was just really just i had to like turn around 180 degrees for that moment um and bud <laughs> well literally i i'm going to be listening to this podcast to be able to stay in touch with you guys yeah teddy's moving <laughs> Literally mic drop. Wait, that you know that makes a real loud sound. Sorry, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> real loud. Um, Teddy is moving to San Francisco for his residency, so we're gonna miss him I love a you lot. Guys. Love you. Love you too. Thanks for doing this. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Um. Oh fuck, I didn't do it. Okay, Rose, oh. uh, tit necklaces and Skipper watch. Oh, tit necklaces. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite, if I'm going to do like us doing the podcast, yeah. I think my fav- my rose of us doing the podcast is when you admitted on air that you wore toe rings. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was something that happened <laughs> both on this podcast and in my real life. Um, Proud of you. I, my, my thorn, I, the, I didn't like, I didn't like the bucket hats. God damn it, Lauren. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> That's what you didn't like? Like, bucket hats? <laughs> Again, it's because they don't fit on your head. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like the bucket hat shaming that happened. Um, okay. Oh, is that what you're upset? <laughs> you're like, I didn't like the bucket hat scene because you made fun of me. <laughs> You just, I just didn't, you didn't like it. Okay. I didn't like it. You didn't like it. Everyone is entitled to their <laughs> shout out to my sister for being really upset with me for making fun of you for that. <laughs> she was like, I listened to your podcast and you're so mean to Lauren about my head size yes. specifically. Mm-hmm. I have, a, I have a head for radio. <laughs> shout out, head shout for out radio. to Sophia, who was the butt of virtually every joke from like K to eight. Yeah, <laughs> bringing it back on y'all now. <laughs> As was Lauren from like eight to twelve. So. You and your toe rings. Yeah, dolphin toe rings. Ooh, dolphins. Um, okay, and then my bud. I love uh, the guests. I'm so excited for our next batch of guests. Yeah, it's hopefully we're going to get a lot more. Fun people. <laughs> I was like trying to say, <laughs> like, like Teddy. Yeah, yeah, like Teddy. <laughs> no, hopefully they will amaze you as much as they have been amazing us this season. Yeah. I had a lot. Thank of you fun. for everybody who came onto the show, including Ted today. Everyone was great. We met so many new people, yeah. new friends. Yeah. I feel like I have a new group of friends. Julia, Not really, but Molly, David, Claire, Eleanor. We're missing somebody. Ted. Molly. You already said Molly. Eric. <laughs> Eric was on. Yeah. Eric. <laughs> you <laughs> Shout should out. Get like a total fucking stranger. Just like. Not well, like we have, we have, we've had two uh, strangers. Two strangers. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I spoke yeah. too soon. Yeah. Or too late. Strangers no more. <laughs> now they're our friends. Um, friends. Big shout out to Eric for being our producer. Every episode has sounded better and better. <laughs> and they'll only be getting better. Yeah. We. The content might be getting worse, but the sound quality is getting better. We can't promise content, no. Um, it's been a wild ride. 
here's to season two. Cheers. 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 Jackie, Jackie like, come on. It's empty. Oh, it's fine. Just go drink it. Okay. Uh, thanks, everyone. Uh, you can find us on, well, you're listening to us probably on iTunes, but rate <laughs> us and subscribe. Uh, follow us on at SATC podcast um, at Instagram on Instagram. <clears throat> and you can email us at SATC podcast at gmail.com for questions, comments, concerns, or skipper sightings. Skipper sightings. We'll be accepting them all through up until next season two, which is TBD at the moment. It's next week. Probably. Oh, probably. <laughs> I, I didn't know if we were taking a hiatus or anything. Um, all right, guys. Bye. 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 <laughs> T-Y-S-M. <laughs>